Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. What's up, everybody? I don't know why I said that. Everybody. Yeah, I said that way different than I normally yeah, do. Yeah. Um, it's like, everybody. Rock your body. No, yeah. we're, we're singing different songs here. <laughs> uh, I kind of look, I got a haircut. I kind of look like somebody from NSYNC. I think that was an NSYNC song, right? Hey, now you just need to dye your uh, hair blonde. Oh, do the whole like uh, thing where like JT's hair looks like ramen, where it's like wavy yeah. and shit. Yeah, I don't know if I can, exactly. I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can pull. Or it just off. get frosted tips. I did think about doing that. When when you should, I think it'll look good. I on thought you. about doing that and spiking like a hair. modern day Eminem. No, no, I was going like Guy Fieri. Eminem would just be full ah, bleach. Ah, okay. That's true. That's true. Eminem was full bleach. Yeah, yeah Guy Guy Fieri would be cool. Yeah. Guy Fieri without all the food. I, but am I gonna like walk around saying Flavor Town? What, what what's my catchphrase <laughs> no. gonna be? No, you're, you're going to walk around saying favor town. And you're going to go walk around giving favors to people, doing people favors. All right. We're going to need to strictly define what those favors can be in the contract. Before. Or, or paver town and you go around paving streets. Oh, raver town. I'll just I'll, yeah. I'll, throw I'll raves everywhere. Gloves and just do some <laughs> finger rolls. Oh, all righty. Beaver town. You go around catching beavers. That has a lot of meanings, actually, which uh, (laughs) I might take you up on that one. Uh, Anyways, we are uh, so this is always awkward because you know what the episode title is. No, we're talking about. I just have to say it. A shot like stares at me. Why do you have to say it? You don't have to say it. I feel like you stare at me intently during the intros now that I I took it right during your. There we go. Look at him. Look at him go. He's staring it through my soul. He's piercing my soul, and he's like, "Just say the fucking name, anyways." No, you need to do the the wise owl look. Uh, I can't even do it. I gotta go. gotta do pushups. You need to work uh, on your flexibility, bro. Like me. Um, yeah, that was, that was very weird. Anyways, I do need to get more flexible. We're gonna be talking about the Wizard of Anxiety, a la we couldn't say the Wizard of Oz because of naming rights. You you just said it. You literally just bleep said it. it. Bleep it. It's like <laughs> the, wizard, <laughs> the wizard of bleep. Um, uh, I told you I'm going to do some folly work. So there we go. There. I'm just going to put a pop in Are there. Are you ready? Ready? The wizard of perfect. That's fucking money Bam. right there. That's money. Um, we're going to be pulling. And I am using a old uh, M&M thing. Oh, speaking of M&M, no wonder M&M's on your brain, dude. You're over here like <laughs> M&M and everything. Um We'll be pulling the curtain back a little bit and talking about the deeper meaning, the the wizard or of anxiety behind the curtain. What's really going on? Getting to the root cause of maybe your issues, maybe our fucking issues. I don't know. I don't think I've ever found the root cause of some of my issues. But whatever. You just haven't looked hard enough. Yeah, I need to dig deeper. I need a therapist that shows up with a shovel. Like, we're digging today. <laughs> like, fuck, okay. Not a bad call. Uh, but anyways, we'll touch on How was that. your week? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> i told you man it's always so yeah, bro, long-winded I'm, you just gotta i'm saying we'll touch get to on the that, meat of the thing we'll touch on that later okay but for right now well, people obviously know week? we're gonna touch on it later i already asked you so I, mine's gonna be long-winded go do it all right long as it takes here we go 
I'm just kidding. I might fall asleep, but as long as I stay awake. That's okay. In, instead of doing meditative breathing before bed, you can listen to me talk on the podcast. <laughs> Both of them help you fall asleep. Uh, some people probably do use this podcast to go to sleep. So, hey, don't don't knock them for it. Hey, whatever. Whatever works, to be honest, man. Um, my week was great, though. Uh, the, the, the big thing of it that, that made it really awesome was um, I'm a big Daniel Pink fan. He's an author. Um, he's written books like I think I think one's called like Selling is Human, uh, Drive. Uh, he also wrote When. He's really inter- oh I saw that movie I think Drive. Yeah, with a uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan Gosling, right? Yeah, yeah. When he's so. like silent the entire movie, he says like three words the whole movie. Yeah, great movie. Really, I didn't really know that that was the author. Yeah, he he wrote the script everything. Um, <laughs> And um, he recently just came out with a book called The Power of Regret uh, that actually came out February 1st. Uh, and I got Yesterday. my copy, so I started reading through it. Uh, but what was really cool was he made a um, a webinar for anybody who had pre-ordered the book. No, he didn't. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That was like a Matt joke, dude. He came in at the fucking wrong time. What are you doing? Um, and in this webinar, uh, he was talking about the um, like the ten biggest lessons he had ever learned, right? And it was just really cool because I got to sit down with you know this author that I've read a bunch of his books. Um, it was during the Bengals Casey game. Sure, uh, if you say so. Yeah, it was during that game on sunday so a lot of people were in the middle of like watching it and posting scores which is funny and they'd be like no spoilers i'm here i'm here to pay attention <laughs> but it was just really cool overall um to listen to him speak and talk about a bunch of his stuff and one thing that really resonated with me about um th- that relates to the podcast was one of the lessons is kind of how you make a decision right so the best way to make a decision is what he was talking about and one of the ways that he does this is he says, well, what would I tell my best friend to do? Right. So if I was thinking, oh, do, do, do I want to work out today or do I not want to work out or what's going on? Yeah. Do you think what would I tell a shot to do? Yeah. So I would say, oh, you should oh. work out. You should, um, you know, it's healthy for you, blah, blah, blah. Try to motivate you, whatever. Right. So. What was interesting about this one, though, is that most people talk to themselves negatively, and we've said it before in other episodes, but if you had a friend that talked to you the way that you talk to yourself, you would probably not want to be friends with them, right? True. Like, hey, or punch them. Yeah, or you punch them or whatever, right? It's going to get violent. Like, hey, you fucking loser. Why are you doing this? You're always anxious. You, you can't even drive the car on the freeway, blah, 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 right? That's like inner inner monologue that a lot of people will sometimes have um and it's just it's not productive in the end right because you're always going to be your own harshest critic and it was just kind of cool to to see like that you know by somebody that i respect and and we was talking about this practice and i was like you know you can really relate that to um to anxiety and it also kind of is in line with the topic as well of like pulling back the curtain a bit, right? And seeing what's really going on. It's like you see everything, right? You know everything that's going on. Uh, but when you're talking to like a friend, like that high level stuff, right? Um, 
you're probably going to give them better advice than you give yourself. And a lot of people will say, you know, practice what you preach. But at the end of the day, it's so true, right? Like we've talked about it before in episodes where we're like, oh, you know, take your meds, you know, meditation, exercise, diet, sleep. And then we're like, well, I haven't meditated in the past few days or yeah, I didn't really exercise this week, right? Because it's tough. Uh, but the, the difference is, you know, we're not here to get down on ourselves or down on each other, right? Even when me and Ashad are talking outside the podcast and we're like, hey, did you do this or how you feeling today or whatever? It's mostly, I can't say always because, you know, I, I, I guess I do appreciate this, the Sith methodology. So maybe I will say always. It's always positive <laughs> and, and um, empowering, right? And it's, it's really important to have that support system there. I think like our third episode was like support buddies. And we've been doing that for way before we started the podcast, but certainly yep. um, th- this whole time through it. So it's really cool to see. But before you continue, I must say, only the Sith deal in absolutes. Yeah, that's like the one thing I know about Star Wars. Right? You should learn more. Look, look right there. You see the sign right here? Yeah. What does that say? It's a little blurry. Star Wars. <laughs> It says Wizard of Anxiety. Um, that's the- <laughs> You're right. It says Wizard of Anxiety. Is, 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 that, is that Darth Anxiety? Is he the one that's choking people out and making it hard to breathe the whole time? Right? Like, oh. Maybe. Actually, we should do a whole episode on that. You got to go and watch all the Star Wars films so then we can do a whole episode on anxiety within the Star Wars universe. And I just had a great idea. I think next time we're going to watch a movie together and we're going to do a whole episode on anxiety within that movie and how people, characters in that movie could have improved. Bam. That would be cool. Right? Yeah. Right? That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Look at we that. Could start Coming up with, with ideas uh, on, the, on the cast. We could start with V for Vendetta when he captures Natalie Portman and fucking makes her like tortures her or whatever. And then eventually after she like finally breaks down, he's like, it was me the whole time. She's like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. It's like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> uh, What is that called? There's a, there's a term like for a that. Like Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, yeah, when you start yeah, to like uh, align with the values Love of your captors and your... stuff, yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry, you you were finishing up your long-winded uh, weekly. I was about to pass it over thing. to you, and then you're like, "Let me cut you off, talk about <laughs> Star Wars." But um, yeah, I mean, you know, my weekly stuff always ties into the episode. I think about stuff before I say what I say. Sometimes, maybe, never, no, not never, really. I don't, I don't have a script. <laughs> just. ADHD monologue running through my brain constantly. But anyway, I just shoot from the hip. Yeah, and then sometimes you shoot when it's still in the holster because you're trying to be quick and you almost blow your foot off. Never happen. Oh, look at you. Actually, never. Very, oh, never. Very, That's very a safe word. Never. Ooh, don't say that. <laughs> but anyways, what uh what was going on with uh you for this week? You know, it was a good week. I got to see, well, I got to see you. Got to see some other friends. Oh, I went on a hike. You know, overall, just good. I've been, I've been kind of, um, kind of coasting a little bit. I haven't been doing very much like work on the house. Uh, things have calmed down a little bit, but we are working on some other stuff, some other small like projects, uh, not house related. Um, so that's been cool. Like, uh, Andrea has been planning our her baby shower or our baby shower. And so we're making some props and some other stuff for that, which which is pretty exciting. So that's been fun to do. And, you know, along with all of that, I've been reading. Uh, I actually just finished reading this uh, this book about parenting for dads. And it's called Be Prepared. 
I forgot the full title. I think it's like be prepared, uh, a practical guide for new dads or something. And it's super awesome. Like I, I found this book and I started reading it and it's just, it's been, it's been great to read. But one of the things that sort of ties in with this week's episode is literally within the first two pages. Now I was talking to my cousin about this too. And so I was talking to my cousin, right? And he was like, you know, when his son was born, he's like, yeah, I was at the hospital, you know, baby comes out. It's like, I see the baby. And I thought the doctors did something wrong because it's like this blue baby, like deformed head, just like all this stuff, right? And he's like, you know, I was like starting to feel like I was going to like all this rage at like, you know, what the hell do you guys do to my baby? Uh, And then he's like, you know, my my sister came up and said, hey, like that's what babies are supposed to look like (laughs) when they're born. So uh, as I was reading this book, literally the first page of the book says um, what you think babies look like when they're born and it's like this picture of like this you know super cute baby and then under it it says uh this is a three-month-old baby (laughs) and then the next page is what babies actually look like and it's vastly different right like again they come out looking kind of blue they come out with like this cheesy stuff all over them their head is deformed like yeah, so it's like a protective covering for their skin, but it kind of looks like oh, um, it's like the like cottage cheese sack or something. It's like no, no, it's literally like like this cottage cheese looking thing, um, from what I understand. But anyway, it was uh, you know it was it was just funny because um, it ties into this episode, right? Like everyone thinks, especially because we like watch movies and like shows and stuff, and when there's a baby born, it's like baby comes out looking like you know. A cute little perfect little baby yeah, just got makeup on <laughs> yeah so that's what you expect but uh you know in reality that's not what's really going on when a baby first comes out they really don't look like that but yeah uh i mean other than that my week was good just been doing a lot of baby prep uh reading up on stuff you know getting things ready, like rooms and stuff ready, planning college for the baby. I just read that by the time my child goes to college, if college tuition rates continue climbing at the rate they've been climbing, it's going to cost around 200 grand. Which is freaking crazy. That's how much law school costs, I think, or something, like around there. That's how much, like, certain, like, medical programs cost well imagine what those things are going to cost yeah at least a million yeah it's just crazy anyway but yeah that that was my week um pretty good overall oh i'm just trying to get into back into the swing of things um i have been working out well like i go on walks daily but i've been trying to do like a little bit more strength kind of exercises so trying to just jump back into the habit of that it was pretty good before i i I was on a little bit of a routine i would do it every day and then you know i would do yoga some days and run some days but i think over the past like two weeks especially since i got my next dose of vaccine and i just had a lot going on so like i just kind of threw me off yeah good good otherwise awesome so wizard of anxiety What's up? What uh, 
What spells and uh, wisdom do you have to share with us? My, my cape. Let me let me reveal what's going on behind the scenes. Um, I mean, we we both kind of touched on it. You a little more so. Where when you actually understand what's going on and you look at the truth of it, right? Not the Hollywood bullshit of this is what a baby being born looks like, or this is what a panic attack looks like, or this is what whatever looks like, right? And you actually dig deep down into what's really going on that's honestly crucial to understand not only yourself your anxiety the world other people right having more empathy for them because what's kind of crazy is a lot of people will say um there's like these posts that happen a lot of times on my instagram where it'll say this is what depression looks like and it'll be like a picture of um Chester from Lincoln Park smiling or Robin Williams smiling or Chris Cornell smiling or like all these other really high profile people um, who've you know committed suicide right but they're smiling in photos and, and they're like hey I'm happy or I'm a comedian or I have this glamorous lifestyle and you don't really get to see what's kind of behind the scenes because they one maybe have to put on a front because they are famous and two very much um those things can be really deep down and you don't want to talk about them right and it's right very much with anxiety like whenever i tell my friends and we talk about doing this podcast they're like yeah i think it's so great because they're like oh my my friend my my brother my boyfriend whatever like they don't talk about their feelings enough right and the common thread there is typically that men will bottle it up and and not talk about them Right. And, and just kind of suffer silently. And we've touched on that before, of course. But when you're able to see what's kind of behind the curtain and, you know, because you're living your life, right, you know, you're stressed out or, you know, that things are feeling weird or your body is not right or whatever it may be. Um, that's when it's really important to look at it and, and determine if you can what the root cause is and then creating a plan to fix that thing. I completely agree. You know, recently I um, I read an article about how Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, opened up about uh, his depression and uh, seeking for help. And something he said um, was that the most important thing is communicating and realizing that asking for help when you're down and you're feeling wobbly or when you're depressed is actually the most powerful thing you can do. Asking for help is not a weakness. As a matter of fact, asking for help is our superpower. And men, especially us, we fall into this trap of being really adverse to vulnerability because we always want to be strong and feel like we can take on the world. And I'm um, you know, again, this is this is someone that kind of exemplifies masculinity, right? Like you've seen Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, doing pro wrestling, and he's just, like, this muscular, humongous guy, and, um, you know, he plays in, like, all these movies where he's, comes in to save the world, and, like, rips off his shirt, and he's just, like, super buff and shit, but, you know, you don't realize that behind the curtain, you know, obviously, even he was suffering with depression, or he suffered with depression, and I, I think it's, it, it's really important for us to talk about it and especially for like bigger celebrities who have uh the ability to 
get the word out and to like speak to the public um talk about it because it brings awareness to it and that's you know that's what matt and i have been trying to do as well is just bring awareness to this but yeah it's you know it's tough Everyone does put on a smile. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but when I told people I have anxiety, a lot of people don't believe it. You know, you have your shit together. You have this going for you. You have that going for you. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter what you have going for you. None of that matters. You know, your mental health is its own independent thing, uh, sort of outside of all of those other things in your life so you just have to keep that in mind and you know if be open to accepting help and asking for it i think that's the most important part yeah and matt you want to throw your quote in there (laughs) oh you don't want to do it you want want me to do it no no it's your quote i can't i can't he always knocks me for saying this because i've said it so many times no 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 i don't knock you I think it's a great quote. I told you I've used this quote. Like I've told other people that about this quote too. Oh, okay. Um, I just knock you because you use it a lot. But <laughs> for anybody who's out. new and hasn't heard it, um, I love this quote. It's uh, it's the reason people are insecure is because they're comparing their behind the scenes with everybody else's highlight reel. So you know what's going on behind the curtain, and you, for most people, just kind of see the smoke and the Wizard of Oz and the, and the theatrics and the Hollywood bullshit, right? Especially on social media. Um, most people are going to put on a happy face and they're going to smile and take a photo. And it just They're out hiking and they oh, look, it's amazing. I'm hiking with my friends. And then they go, I fucking hate hiking. Why am I here? Right? But it's yeah. because they think that they have to do it. And sometimes when you post things that are serious and are emotional, right? Maybe you're like upset with something going on and, and you maybe you're crying, right? People might be like, suck it up. Like, why are you posting this shit, right? So people are just fucking dicks. Like, it's better to certainly better, I think, to lean on your inner circle when it comes to things like that and be very personable with Definitely. them. But what's really interesting, too, is we're here saying be open, be vulnerable, right? Take a look behind the behind the curtain, see what's truly going on and, and try to get real help. And that's where therapy comes in. And that's a big help. But what we've also seen a lot, particular to, to men, and this has happened in women too, is when public figures are very open and vulnerable, they get shamed and they get turned into memes, right? Like there's this image of Will Smith on, I, th- I think he has a podcast with Jada Pinkett Smith where it's like the called the Red Table or something, Red something. Something like that. And it's like just real open, brutal, honest stuff that's going on in their family and she basically tells him that uh, she was having an affair with somebody and he starts crying, right? They've been together for a long time. Clearly, he loves her, right? And he gets upset. And, and I, there's like things, that, articles saying they had an open marriage and all this shit, whatever, right? I mean, he doesn't matter. The, the, the real context of it is he's upset. He's crying. And he became a meme, right? So like if you look Will Smith crying, it's a meme. Or if you look up uh, Michael Jordan crying, it's a meme. If you look up you know, whatever figure crying, it's typically a mean meme because there is like this emotional element to it. And it's like, ah, man, you're like, you're fucking Michael Jordan. Why are you crying at this award ceremony? Right. Right. Like you're Will Smith, dude, you can bang any chick in the world. Why are you crying over this one type of shit? Right. So I think in, in those cases, like we really do need to have more empathy and not just in this situation, but in all situations for each other. Right. Um, life is tough. 
And a lot of people aren't going to show you what's really going on. They're not really going to tell you, right? It's going to be really tough. They're going to show you the theatrics. Yeah. Like even in my you know, story about anxiety and stuff. I was one of those people that when a shot told me he was struggling, I was like, fucking lying to me, bro. Cause I told him I was, you know, I was super withdrawn. I wasn't hanging out with anybody. I wasn't playing video games. wasn't doing anything. And he was just over one day and like, yo, what's going on with you? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like something's wrong. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong. Right. And he's like, no, I feel the same way. You need to like get out. You need to take a vacation, take a cruise, like do something to get your mind off of all the stress. Right. And I discounted it too, right? And I wish I did, and I wish I knew better back then. But I was like, nah, you, you everything's perfect in your life, right? Because I was just seeing that highlight reel. You know, I didn't even think that other people were struggling, and that's a that's a real scary thing too. When you think that everybody's life is perfect except for your own, you feel like you're the the exception. Well, you feel alone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lonely, but when you start to connect with other people. Even even when you look at it in terms of like, you really like baseball, you find somebody else who really likes baseball, and you're having a really good conversation about baseball, right? Your favorite team and this, and I don't know much about baseball, but um, you know you have that common ground. And for some people, that common ground might be, look, I'm also feeling anxious about this, right? Especially with with COVID, the pandemic, all that shit, really turned everything on its head, and everybody was going through something. Definitely. Right. And, and people were still like putting on a happy face. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lockdowns are great. I get to read a, a book a week or whatever. Um, but it's still lonely as fuck. Like, even though I was trying to do that, I was trying to be super productive and like, oh, this is going to be the year of growth for me. Right. Uh, a lot of it was stunted because I, I didn't see people. I wasn't talking to my friends. Yep. I was just in my room every day staring at the freaking wall. Like, All right. I guess I'll read more. I guess I'll do this. Right. When's it going to get better? When it's going to change? And what it took for me to, to really get better was to say, look, I need to go back to therapy. I need to figure this shit out, right? I need to talk to more people. And obviously my therapist was like, yeah, you should hang out with your friends, Zoom with them, FaceTime with them, whatever, like talk to them more, right? Don't isolate yourself. And I was like, fuck, I guess I should do that. But it goes back to what I said in the beginning of the episode, because if I had a friend that asked me what they should do if they're feeling down, they're feeling depressed, they're feeling anxious, well, I've got... Uh, how many fucking episodes do we have? A hundred and almost 150 <laughs> episodes of content here to help out with it, right? Yep. Um, those are the things I would tell them. And those are the things that, that I would tell our listeners and whatever. And it's still tough to take take that on my own advice and a shot's advice sometimes, right? Well, if it's if it's from a shot, yes. usually I'm like, yeah, a shot knows what he's doing. So I, sh- I should do it, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But when it's yourself, it's, it's weird. Um, and... It, it it's tough right and i mean talking about shit on this podcast is tough too you know like we've pulled the curtain back i mean there's episodes that i significantly would, i'm literally like i should go back and delete that one because i just say some shit that i was like i don't know if i want people to know that i that it was that bad and what's crazy and and i actually really do appreciate that we're still doing kind of the weekly not therapy thursday but built into one episode thing is if you go back and listen to some of those episodes there are points during the pandemic especially like october september november like i fucked up my neck and i had this really bad nerve injury and stuff um where i'm putting on that happy face and you can probably yeah. tell i'm faking like hey everybody yeah just go be happy everybody take your meds and it's gonna be great and like i mean i thought the advice was genuine but you can tell like i'm like i'm in a fucked up place and when i go back and listen to some of them it's like yeah just my tone of voice was not 
happy enough right for, for where like it is now and it's just crazy um and it takes time and it's fucking tough and i'm gonna stop talking before a shot like i don't know i i've I... mike's over to you buddy <laughs> no no i'm completely fine with that you continue talking man i felt like no, i was those, those rambling were tough, shit. Though. <laughs> I, I i remember those months as well you um you know it's tough for me too right because we would do we would talk and we would do these obviously the podcast um and i knew that you you know you were in a tough spot and i would ask you about it but like you really needed to find a therapist and talk to the therapist to really get you the help that you needed um and you know that's what the professionals are there for we can only do so much right like i can only support you so much or your friends can only do so much to to help you but there are definitely times that you need to go see a therapist and a professional. And again, I mentioned this before. That's what helped me. You know, all those um, all those years ago, that was the one thing that really helped me improve and gain better control of my mental health. But yeah, the, you know, this the podcast is tough. I remember when we were first doing our first episodes and how weird it was talking about our stuff and how hesitant we were talking about about things, about our lives, what's going on. And, you know, we used to sort of like pre-plan all of our episodes and like, you know, take notes and do this and do that. And like, it was so like, it's kind of like us like spouting facts at people. And it just, it, you know, I didn't enjoy listening to it very much. So I, I doubt our listeners did. But now we've gotten to a place where like we're able to I think talk about all these different subjects and all these different things going on in our lives and other people's lives and it, it doesn't feel weird anymore it feels very normal to to share all this now 50 years from now you know looking back and seeing these episodes is it going to be weird when <laughs> like our grandkids or something are like <laughs> hey grandpa i heard you on that podcast the fuck were you doing back then uh yeah maybe but uh for now it, it's not weird luckily yeah i think that the more that you do it like anything the easier it gets the same with yep. anxiety exposure therapy stuff right like if you you know if you're a lot of people are like afraid to drive on the freeway get in the car get on the freeway get off right if you feel comfortable stay if not don't right? Just get off. You can, you can exit at any time. You can go back to your safe space at any time. Uh, but that growth is going to be a little bit outside of it. And I think people know that when they, when they look again, you know, I keep saying behind the fucking curtain, there's gotta be a, a better way to say this. When, when you look within, right? Like the reason we don't do a lot of things is because we're scared, right? Yeah. The reason we have a lot of regrets, um, is we're scared. And I'm, once I deep dive into the book, I'll, give some uh some nuggets on it too little nuggets of wisdom there but um one thing that's really interesting was hearing this in like therapy and stuff as well of you have a lot going on and i'd be like no i don't right no you, you do and when you think about it when, when i was super anxious there was like politics everywhere right everybody was spouting shit out um election um 
I had my, my my health scare with my pinched nerve and all that shit that was happening. I thought I was having a heart attack because it was getting shooting pain to my left arm. And I'm like, left arm pain, heart attack. Oh, my God. My dad had a heart attack when he was in, like, his 30s, like, late 30s. So I'm like, fuck, yeah. I'm cursed. It's a family trait. Um, COVID. COVID. COVID one, amplified everything. I got a new job. You're, I had to, in yeah, a new job. industry, in a, in a new role, it was like, how do I do this? Am I good enough? Am I... Am I able to make new friends? Am I able to have new coworkers? Am I able to like be successful, right? All these things, you don't realize each one of those in its own right is a big deal, right? It's a yep. big transition. If you're if you weren't dating during COVID and now you're dating again, or you were in a long-term relationship and now you're broken up, right? Or maybe opposite, maybe you were single for a while, now you're in a, now you're in a relationship and you're hoping that it lasts a long time. Those are all big shifts and big changes that are happening. We're just told it's not a big deal over and over again, right? Right. When you go through heartbreak, it's the worst thing in the world, right? Like no matter, you know, your favorite food isn't going to bring you out of it. You're you're super upset and you know how that feels and other people know how it feels kind of. They can kind of relate if they've gone through something similar. And they might say, you know, your 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 first heartbreak, it's it's going to be okay. It's going to get better. You just need time. But in that moment, it fucking sucks, right? Because you know what you're feeling and you have that raw emotion. And, you know, that's some of that stuff is tough and it truly does just take time. That actually is solid advice, even though like in the moment you don't feel that way. But, you know, those those things that you have and, and that fear that goes on in the back of your head, um, if you can just push yourself a, a little bit and try to do that thing. This happens to me with with exercising. I fucking worked out today and it was brutal. My my friend who's doing my training just put me through the ringer and she's like, you should not be this tired right now. And I'm like, I know I suck. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, there's times when you think like, I can't lift that weight or I can't do that. And a lot of it just comes down to your mental attitude, right? If you tell yourself every day, you know, the wizard of anxiety says, you can't do that thing. You'll, you'll right. never have that job. You'll never make that presentation you suck at interviewing blah 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 negative 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 you need to go fuck you wizard i'm gonna do my own shit watch me cast the spell and obliterate your ass or whatever uh what, what would the spell be from harry potter to, to to nuke him what would be a good one to nuke him like, just fucking be like fuck you wizard and like well i mean there's the killing curse but you can't use that that's a, a, a vajra yeah, cadaver or whatever right uh, Avada, damn! Now I can. It sounds like it. fucking abracadabra Avada, from Pokemon. Avada, Avada, Avera, Avera Look it up. Uh, I probably won't be able to pronounce it even Avada, if I can see how it was spelled. But yeah, it's it's Avada Kedavra. All right, see. But they say it differently. Or you hit him with the uh, Expelliarmus, right? That's the that's the. Uh, uh, I think Expelliarmus is. <laughs> probably a little bit better that's the or, uh, that's the spirit one or right? stupefy stupefy oh stupefy would be dope yeah 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 treat it like the fucking uh the bogart scene right when they stupefy the bo- we talked about this before no that's not that's not stupefy that's ridiculous oh all right well we'll do whatever do, do whatever works <laughs> you know even if you just go <laughs> fuck you good. wizard you know you 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 deep-seated emotion like uh what's the movie uh inside right i think that's what it's called where it's all the emotions in the kid's head yeah it's like that when anxiety comes up you go thank you anxiety for keeping me safe 
thank you for making me feel like just because the printer broke down that it's an emergency, but go fuck yourself. Yeah. Have you um, have you seen Encanto, the new I, Disney movie? I haven't movie? seen it yet, no. All right, well, so eventually when you watch it, this shouldn't ruin anything, but... Um, Bro, at least say spoiler alert. He's over here. He's like, shouldn't ruin anything. Here's the plot of the movie. No, I'm not going to tell you the plot. So fine, spoiler alert. No, there's a song in that movie. It's called Surface Pressure. Okay. Okay. And well, there's a lot of songs in that movie, and they're all very good. And uh, I think the movie was directed or produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's a, he wrote all the songs, who's also the guy that did Hamilton. But anyway... He um th- th- there's a song in there, and me and uh, Andre and I were actually just talking about the song earlier today. Um, and she was telling me how like I this there's a new TikTok thing that's going on where uh or she saw it on TikTok where some um some girl that had seen the movie sat down to watch it with her husband and like specifically this this scene, um and, you know it like affected him, and it's it, you know it's pretty profound so. I'm just going to read off some of the lyrics here um, so you guys can hear it. But it basically goes, this is uh, this is the, the strong family member. She's she's like the strong sister. She can lift like anything. Um, says, uh, I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough, indestructible surface. Diamonds and platinum, I find them, I flatten them. I take what I'm handed. I, bri- I break what's demanded, but... Under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three-ring circus. Under the surface, was Hercules ever like, yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus? Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. A flower, a crack, the straw in the stack that breaks the camel's back. What breaks the camel's back? It's pressure, like drip, drip, drip. Anyway, and then the song goes. But... You know, it's it's so true, especially for guys. I feel like it's it's very much like, especially that line, right? I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. Like, it's like so instilled in guys' minds that like we have to be productive, we have to be of service, we have to be the strong ones, we have to, you know, another part of the lyrics: give her all the heavy things we can't shoulder. Who am I if I can't run with the ball? If I fail to, um, sorry, that wasn't the one. Let me see. There's there's another one that goes like that. Okay. If the same pressure would have pulled you under, who am I if I don't have what it takes? No cracks, no breaks, no mistakes, no pressure. So it's very much like, you know, everyone around us, just society, especially in men, is just like, you have to handle this. You have to bear the weight. You have to keep going, like. Uh, you can't fail, like you know. Just, just take it, essentially. But under the surface, right? There's a lot more than that going on behind the curtain. There's a lot more going on. That's really interesting because the opposite can apply to women, right? Where people think women are fragile, or maybe they're more emotional, or they can't handle tough situations right so you might be thinking they're behind the scenes just like oh you know they're 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 weak they're not tough right um so it kind of plays both ways because you're putting your assumptions based on what you think is going on in their head right with only seeing the surface level and then if you don't ask them what's going on underneath 
And if they don't ask you, everybody just goes through life like, am am I am I you know, am I worthless if I'm not of service? That's that's a crazy fucking huge line. We're gonna do an entire episode on that shit about helpfulness <laughs> and like, you know, being helpful and internalizing um, grief and shame and guilt and all this shit. Um, but yeah, that's. Damn, that that was good. I'm gonna have to watch the movie now. I've heard good things. I just it's, don't. It's really watch good. A lot it, of it hit. It hit like the number one. So- well, not this song, but like one of the songs in there hit like the number one song and surpassed. I think Aladdin's um, magic carpet the ride song or whatever. World. Yeah, I think I can show you I the world. I sang that like, earlier. It surpassed it or something. No cap. <laughs> I sang that earlier during my during my personal uh, during my fitness training. Cause I had my, oh, really? my my arms out doing like a um, a split squat, and she, mm-hmm. and my trainer was like arms arms out like don't don't use them to lift up. And I was like I can show you the world because <laughs> I just don't know what to do and I make everything awkward. Um, she laughed, but then was also like watch your form, and I was like yeah that's why I'm doing it because I'm shaking my <laughs> my leg is having an issue. That's got to distract you. Um, but yeah, that's but yeah. Cool. Anyway, de- definitely worth checking out. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, and I know you uh, you mentioned like with women might be the opposite, but I mean I know also plenty of women who you know they they're made to like do all this and like take all this pressure and like have to bear the weight of all this stuff, but uh, people don't see what else is going on under the surface, right? They just see like the strong woman. That's doing all this, but they don't understand that, like, under the surface, there's a lot more going on. They're going through a lot more stuff. So, yeah, it definitely doesn't only apply to men. I mean, the the song is literally sung by a woman, <laughs> like, in the movie. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all I had to say about, about that. I, I think that pretty much covers it. You know, just... Everybody at home listening, look within, right? If you need somebody to look with you, reach out to a friend, a family member, a therapist. You can reach out to us as well, of course. And um, I guess don't be afraid of what you see because what you see is probably going to be pretty normal. You know, if if the real reason, you know, like you didn't go, I... I see this a lot, like, you know, with friends and myself sometimes, like, oh, I didn't go, like, hit on that girl because I thought I was going to get rejected, right? And then you're like, well, why am I afraid of getting rejected? What does that mean, right? And you kind of, like, dig down deep. You're like, well, you know, when I was a kid, like, I raised my hand and my my, my teacher rejected my answer, so I, I can't handle it or something, right? It might be something, like, deep-seated. You don't even know. That, that's why I stopped talking oh, yeah. in class. I was actually going to say the name of the teacher, but I will withhold that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say... Fuck you, Mrs. So and so, because I'm pretty sure I. Well, now we know it's a woman. That's okay, um, but yeah, you know, like look at that. Um, you don't have to go full microscope. You can just use a magnifying glass. You can just zoom in a little bit. You know, like goddamn iPhones got like 50 times zoom now. You know, just just a little bit. Um, take a look at it, and yeah, I mean, if you need help, reach out. Get that help right there's there's nothing wrong with reaching for help and i mean shit if the rock needs help sometimes everybody can use a little help right i agree i think that's a good way to end it 
Thank you all for listening. We're always here for you, so reach out if we can help. Uh, we hope you've been enjoying some of the reels we've been putting out out on Instagram. If you are, please go like them, share them, leave us a comment. Um, and stay safe and stay healthy. We'll uh, be back with a special episode next week.